Bitches, welcome to Once Upon a Dragon, the podcast where five idiots try to pull stupid shit in the grand world of Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Samantha, and I'm drinking the drink of tonight, the Not a Mojito. My name is Elijah, I'm the DM, and I have nothing because I already drank my water. Healthy. My name is Kat, and I play you, Breedhorn, a mere sheeple. I am drinking water. I'm Grace, and I'm also uh, drinking water. Healthy, healthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Erin, I play uh, March, and I'm drinking a vodka cranberry esque thing. <laughs> esque thing. Is that what it's called? Yeah, and then I'm also <laughs> drinking water because I want to be a healthy bitch. Fair, fair, fair. Eli, do you want to give us a recap of, like, what we did a month and a half ago? Yeah, I've kind of already forgotten what's happened by this point. <laughs> anyway, it hasn't been a month and a half. It's been a long time. It sure feels like it. It's been a hot second. It's been a hot second. Last we left off, Sam successfully herded all of the cats into one group and was like, hey, everybody... Let's meet back here tomorrow and finalize the details about uh, going to that temple and getting me this real fancy dagger for my monastery. Be real cool. In other news, Aaron took your kid to Goblin Town? That's a secret! That's actually you the don't title. Know, like, your character doesn't know that, but um, it was a big event mm-hmm. and warmed my heart. Mm-hmm. Goblin Town is a beautiful place where all of your dreams can come true. So we're ready to start. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, because I was gone last week, I've given everybody a gift. I've written you a um, a personalized little dream that's going to come with a bonus. Um, Sam, will start with you. Oh, lovely. Your dream is relatively peaceful. It's normal day-to-day life in the monastery. The rituals of training the monotony of repetition it goes on, and you keep repeating. You repeat these movements until they are seared into your soul. You have so many aches and pains from teaching your muscles to memorize exactly how to punch real good, how to sneak into the shadows rather than into the light. All of these things you've trained so hard for mastered it just a little bit, but at least it's some mastery. And you begin to think about what's happened recently, the part you've played in it, how that relates to your training at the monastery, and you suddenly receive a small enlightenment of the shadows. As this dream continues, the monotony of the training, it's hard to describe it in words, but you gain an understanding of how these shadows wrap around to protect you when you're sneaking and how you can better see other people when they are in the shadow. You gain a plus one to all strength and perception rolls. Okay. Or stealth and perception, I'm sorry. And the crits, are you ready? After you stumbled your way into the alley and started sleeping for the night, it's unseasonably cold. You shake your, yourself awake and 
you're not in that alley anymore. The whole world is uh, different looking. You're in a forest. You seem lower to the ground like a child. Your nose is dripping and your hands are clumsier than you're used to. Can't control quite as well. In the middle of a snowy forest, you are clawing at the ground. The wind starts biting at your face and the ground is hard to you're scraping at it, but your fingers are starting to bleed. Compelled by something, you incessantly scrape until you form a small hole. Panicked, you uh, look around, checking your pockets on your pants, and then you find a small seat in your chest pocket. You hold it out above the, um, the hole that you just dug. Take a deep breath, closing your hands, and you say, Oh, Sentinel, go ahead and give me a wisdom roll, real quick. Mm, 17. Alright. The next part, you say very quietly compared to that part, but it's still loud enough for you to hear yourself over the biting wind. May you ever connect us, watch over the land, bring prosperity to those that bear your mark. Protect us from evil. For this and more, I offer tribute. Meager as it is, I offer it to you. When you open your eyes again, the harsh air brings a snow that blinds you. You lift a hand up to adjust to this new light. And in place of that hole, you see a sprout, a sprouting sapling. It's in danger of being completely destroyed by these harsh, harsh winds pushed back and not able to grow, so you plant a stick and a piece of twine to tie it upright, and then you grab a knife out of your pocket, slice open your palm, and say another prayer as the blood drips onto the tree. You see a similar scene play out several more times. You seem to be getting a little taller. The tree is growing in each of these, from a sapling to right around two hands of a diameter of the tree. Two, two human hands would be the best. You've started to accumulate these tattoos. They have an interlocking geometric design to them. The more you stare at it, the more mesmerized you get. And you start to feel something in the back of your head. It's like an itch that you can't quite scratch. Eventually, you open your eyes like a jolt. The dream ends as you slice your hand, place place it against the tree, and then start waving your knife around as or the dagger as if dancing with it. You gain expertise with daggers. That is a two times proficiency bonus. And Aaron, you dream of the perfect score. The one that could set you to the high life for good. No more stealing out of desperation, no more pickpocketing just to survive. No. Now you can pickpocket just because it's fucking fun. <laughs> you have scoped out this house for a couple of weeks. You know the exact rotation of the guards, the staff, their comings and goings. You know the route you've planned it out. Everything's going perfectly. Um, 
a little subterfuge, sneaking around, seducing, strangling, blah, blah, blah. You get right next to the prize. A gold necklace encrusted with jewels upon jewels, shining and decadent splendor. You reach your hand out to grab it. And as you do, you're just about to reach it and you start falling. And the world starts going black. And you're still falling. You fall. The world is cold. There's nothing in this darkness. You're falling for what feels like until you feel something. You thought that the that the world had gone cold, but this presence, it makes your blood freeze. This is something ancient. The top predator of top predators existing from the dawn of is just staring. You you've almost been caught before. You faced some pretty serious states. You thought you knew what fear was, but this is haunting. There's no way of telling exactly how long it stared at you. You were too frozen in fear to look back at it. Eventually, it's gone. And you realize that you're no longer falling. You're sitting. The world around you isn't covered in blackness. You're in very fancy clothes. The long kind of fancy gloves that you see in movies old diamond movies, jewels on all of your rings, oh, a ton of rings on your rings. It's the highlight. You'd almost think it was you, except when you go to speak, it's not quite your voice, and there's an accent. It, it's almost like you were speaking, but it sounds old, different. Realizing that you must have just dazed out for a bit, you address the equally splendid, wealthy-looking humanoid across the table from you and say, uh, where were you? He pushes out a piece of parchment and a quill in an inkwell towards you. The terms have been laid out and explained to you. All that is left for you to do is sign. The deal will be struck. You look down at the parchment and it's an infernal. You know infernal. It, it should be easy to read, but the letters, they look like they're moving around and, ah, you're getting a headache just trying to read it. You sign and then, well, thank you, I'll be going now, he says. You feel a boost in strength, but chains appear on your wrists and ankles. These chains are interlocked and made out of a bunch of bent, tiny clocks. The dream ends there. And then you get Infernal Bindings. <clears throat> Once per day, you can cast this upon a foe. Um, they will be trapped and prone, taking 2d6 fire damage, or on a dc15 wisdom save, 1d6. I mean, it's a free spell. Once per day. Alright, that means all that's left is... Cat, you dream Yes. Of an idyllic countryside. You are gathering the different herbs. Um, from the looks of the little basket you have with you, you're maybe cooking a stew or preparing some type of food, it looks like. You spend the entire day foraging. The sunset is filled with these deep reds, resplendent purples, and 
oranges. It starts to look like a fire. And then that look of the fire on the horizon starts to spread. It doesn't just look like a, a, a fire. It is a fire. It's coming towards you. It's not on the ground, but it's the entire sky on fire. The heat is nearly unbearable. You look down, and in your hand is the rare flower that you bought. Its petals fin finally have unfurled, and it looks almost like a key. As you're, as you're staring at it, the fire passes you by. The heat is gone, and when you start looking around again, everything that was near you is ravaged by war. Sand turned into glass. Water, streams, rivers, they're all dry. The plant life is dead. The land's foul. Um, when you wake up, you gain a plus three to all survival, survival rules. Can I write in my journal um, my, about my dream? Go right ahead. Okay. Cool. Do you want to know what I wrote? Uh, what I wrote down or no? Uh, sure. Oh. Uh, describes there. Writes down it in the journal. Beautiful countryside. Aside, stew. Red, purple, and orange sky, like a fire spreading. Fire coming my way. I look above. It's too much. The flower unclenched a key. The fire dissipates. The world in disarray. There you go. Use first poem. By the time that you've woken up, the stranger that you were helping has already left, it seems. You find one copper piece and a small note on the little bedside table. Can I read the note? Oh, sure. Sorry. Um, it's just a simple, thank you so much for your hospitality. Truly meant the world to me. I have work. I will be going now. I fold up the note and I put it in my sack. Does anyone want to do anything before the designated time that Ash has set up? Could I fold my uh, some sheep? Well, everyone, it's I feel like you is an early to rise kind of person. Um, All right, sheep roll a dexterity. Dexterity. Twelve. You get two sheep. Um, what quality? Superb quality. Ooh. I think Marge would try to get some more money. Pretty sure I'm poor at this moment. Alrighty. Um, are you looking in the market or anywhere else? Um, I think the market would be a good place for the time being. I don't really want to go for any higher targets, so see what the market offers. Go ahead and roll me a perception, if you would, or okay. a sleight of hand. I'm going to roll sleight of hand. Let me pull up my character sheet. I got a nat 20 plus 3. All right. To sleight of hand. Oh, my sheet says 7, but I feel like that's wrong for some reason. Like a plus 7? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 90% um, sure it's wrong. So I said 3. Probably. But you 
you got a natural 20, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't really matter. Would you roll me 2d10? Uh, sure. I got a 9 and a 0. Evens itself out. All right. You got 15 silver. Not bad, not bad. Not bad at all. If no one else has anything that they would like to do, you guys all meet up in the tavern. Sam, would you like to continue hurting the group of cats? I feel like at this point, I kind of give them a brief overview of I'm trying to find this cave that holds a particular dagger that is important to my monastery, and we're just going there to try and get it. Well, that, those are really encouraging words. Uh, really looking forward to this. I, I'm a little confused, though. Why did you want me to come along? Because I, I thought you would be good on the land. And I don't have very high charisma, so leave me alone. I will try my best. The Murphy, um, have you been doing more push-ups lately? Wait, do... Yeah, I usually do a couple sets after, right after I wake up. I can tell you, you're looking real, real shapely. Does you have a crush on the Murphy? <laughs> um, the Murphy, would you roll me 2d10? I want to see how much you smell like garbage water. <laughs> garbage water pretty much at all. Um, a little residual lemonade. Nice kind of sour lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you I good just use the same oil that lemons produce in their rind. <laughs> uh, officially canon. I love it. <laughs> I will type do, that in. Do, do you smell lemons? Are, are the sun, does someone have lemons here? Oh, yeah, certainly by natural extent. Oh, oh very subtle. That sounds very, that sounds pleasant to me. I would love to smell like lemons to be IRL, to be honest. Right. <laughs> or does he smell like lemon, like when people try to spread Lysol to cover up some, like, smelly-ass shit? No. no. I feel like it's more of a natural lemon smell. Not, not so strong as that. So... <laughs> It rained last night, so all of the all of the old garbage water smell was washed away, and his natural lemony oil is all that's left over. Oil. Oh, he's like a 1930s Italian. A lot of oil. A lot of oil. <laughs> all right. Um. You're looking extra I'm fresh today, Murphy. Twice over your banter, you have procured certain uh, rations and all of the other things that you'll need for your trip. Can I um, actually, before we leave, I want to speak to the um, keeper of the place, Opal. Yes. Were you I expecting more wanna... tea? No, no, I just wanted to thank you for your hospitality and that, keeping me and getting all the tea for me as well. Oh, well, honestly, it was a pleasure to meet the Earl of Grey. I would never have done that if it wasn't for you. Thank you for being here. 
I present her with a um, sheep, uh, with uh, the better sheeple. Um, so I'm getting rid of my better sheeple. Um, and now be be careful with that. That if you're ever in a pinch, just just, just be careful. Oh, okay. I will. I appreciate you and your being. Okay, oh, I'm ready to okay. go whenever you are. Well, we're excited, aren't we? Got up bright and early. Talking to? Oh, I was talking to you. Who's you? Who's the one talking? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I I was. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. What was that? Excited, aren't we? Oh yeah. No, I am. I'm looking forward to it. You've been in the city for too much. You know, I'm gonna stretch my clothes and such. Certainly don't seem like a city sheep. No, no, I didn't grow up in the city. So did you say stretch your hooves? Yes. I don't know hooves could stretch. Interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're not supposed to, but... They just, they just do. <laughs> you gotta be real careful um, about it. You have a rare abnormality. You were born double double-hooved. That, that sounds horrible. Just picturing that in, in literal terms what that would mean. <laughs> that is awful if you think that. <laughs> like, like I said. Uh, I, I believe it's just a turn of phrase. I, I don't think anyone literally stretches their hopes, but I mean, maybe, maybe there are some. You know, it's kind of like when they say, kill three piglets with two oysters. You're not really wasting the oysters on the piglets. I'm sorry. You okay? Uh, never. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> a very specific phrase in your area. Understands. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. I thought that was a. No, no, it's okay. Okay. Are we ready to go? Like Reggie's, Reggie's up. Ashley, you Ashley, away. Is Hollyleaf with us? Oh. Your mother. I hope so. Your mother. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's an actual um, question. Like, is Holly Leaf coming with us? We, I don't think I ever discussed that. Yes, you you asked, and I said that you could either leave her with some people at the monastery or bring her with me. Okay. Okay. I'm just double checking. Um. Okay. So. With holly leaf, like, riding on my back, so, like, up on my shoulders, that's what I mean. Um, I'm so tall! <laughs> we head out the door, leading this little party off into which direction are we going? Uh, to the west. To the west. Um, wait, wait. I'm sorry, did you... Just that? Did someone just hear someone say to the west? <laughs> God? Um, oh, I thought you said least. Which one is that? Am I hearing things? God, is that you? Me. Yes. I'm Oh my gosh! No. <laughs> Don't you know what else we're talking about? <laughs> 
just to make sure I'm not laying up my ass. Do I know where we're supposed to be going? Um, you have a general idea. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Like, as far as specific coordinates, no. Okay. It's more like Rex was like, hey, see this map? I'm going over here. And he just kind of points generally. And then you're going over here. Uh, there should be a temple that we used to run, city, blah, 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 you know, details. Sounds great. Very unenthused. <laughs> Very unenthused because he's he's got a shitty project he has to deal with over there. Um, and he, he basically points... You can't tell if it's the very tip of that mountain or between with those you see where the mountain tip meets the forest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that general area mm-hmm. it should be somewhere over there but you know of course you would probably say that in a more confident way <laughs> i think we're going here <laughs> all right okay well let's head off that away I say very convincingly with my very low charisma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, if that's not convincing, I don't um, know what is. Let's go. Sam, could you roll me a persuasion real quick? Damn. Hold on. And she goes by herself. (laughs) What am I rolling? Persuasion. Persuasion? Persuasion. Yes. Persuasion? Oh, shit. Hold on. Persuasion is... Charisma. Okay, great. That'd be a 13. A 13? Yes. 
What an unlucky number. So, everybody in the room hears this and kind of just assumes you're hungover. <laughs> um, Marge, who knows that... Oh god, we're lost. This is your scariest voice. It's like, we're gonna die. Oh god. <laughs> Marge, you've been on a trip with Ash before. You know how this is about to go. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> The wonderful wizard was. So I guess my question would be, how would you prefer a travel? As far as routes go, you could follow the rivers downward and then start heading west, or you could ford across them at different points and head downwards from there. Do you want to go sailing down the river, or do you want to go swimming across it, basically? Okay, but would we actually be swimming? Would you be up the river? Um, no. When you forward a place, you're you're going to cross in the shallow parts. So it'd be up to like your mid uh, mid calf. Mm. Mid calf to like just above the knee, depending on the river that you're crossing. Let's, um, I want to take a poll. <laughs> what does everyone think us think we should do? Uh, I think we should go and uh, wade through the water. I think wading will be easier. I mean, half of us are, I mean, all of us are over six feet. <laughs> Wait, hey, don't be mean. Mur- the Murphy. I'm only like <laughs> There is a man like oh, you, okay? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Six feet is man lit, okay. <laughs> He's a full size man in a snack size package. <laughs> lemon, with a hint of lemon scent. Uh, uh. <laughs> Alright, well, if. Eat lemonade if you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess if 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 that's what I'm, um, Ash is like stuttering as she said as she's saying this, but like ah uh, yes. If if all right, let's, let's just we'll just we'll grab a raft on the way there, so she doesn't have to go in the water. Thank you, Marge. Are you oh. free to swim? Oh, so you're you want to like take a raft across each each crossing? Well, no, just Mars just pulls this you along raft as she walks. Just a small raft. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be big. If it fits, it fits. Wait, do we have Holly leave? Yes. We gotta think of uh, her as well. Holly leaf is fine with water. It's just, it's just, it's just uh, well, it's a little bit harder for her to walk through the water when it's you know. Be shorter. Uh, yeah. But she enjoys water playing in the water. Water is really heavy. Water is really heavy. Water is real heavy. You can't carry her the entire <laughs> so time. She's not afraid oh, sure. of the water like like her mother is. Uh, I don't think being oh, afraid yeah, is the issue here. I just got that. Um, no, you just got that? literally cats. Eli. <laughs> I'm surprised it took me that long. Side <laughs> hey. <laughs> It took me a second too. I'm like, wait, a ref? Why? We just walked out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
much Murphy put down? <laughs> For four, 40%. Um, hey, um, excuse me, can can I try talking to the merchant? <laughs> I mean, of course, you can certainly try. Try. It's so, yeah. Hey, so, how you doing? <laughs> God. <laughs> Listen, I, I, listen, I know. you are a sheeple, I'm a lizard man. I don't know if this oh, is going to work. I... Right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Does the lizard well, think that you is flirting? I mean, um, the lizard man certainly thinks so. Oh my god. I mean, I look the lizard man up and down. Oh. 
The lizard man uh, looks you up and down. No. <laughs> some some lovely dub music starts playing in the background. Um, so up in the elevator. So we go. <laughs> Are you offering me even less than the last guy? Five gold. I was told four to begin with. Hey, a new copper. But but that's how much you'd be uh, costing. Okay, so who would like to roll for what? Um, if he wasn't going to take the I wanna, I wanna offer see that he said I was going to intimidate him. I want to roll um, to see if they will take three gold and having sex with me as a deal. Oh you would sell your body for this this mission? For something I support that. this. <laughs> I support this. If it gives us the boat for less money, I support it. I support it. So you go to Horny Jail. In Horny Jail, there are a lot of bards and a weird paladin, actually. <laughs> he does not. But to just get all of you out of his shop and let him deal with actual people, he takes the four gold and just so I don't even get a chance to roll for it? No. Just in a horny jail. Denied. Who is in horny jail for the rest of the game? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good knowing you. I was just trying to get us the boat. Okay. Honestly, I kind of supported it. I thought my fear was when you went to a hotel with him, I would just steal the boat and steal the gold. You'd be back to where we started. So... Who would like to roll an animal handling Ooh, to wait. attempt to get um, Sam onto the raft? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh never mind. I'm not doing that. Oh, fuck. Um, I have shit animal handling, but I guess I'll, I'll do it. I more yeah, I feel like I should have an advantage because I'm technically, like, white. I agree. <laughs> yes, you like, I've done this have before. advantage for this. I've done this before, obviously. That's why it's... Okay, the first roll was a 19. The second roll was a 9. So, 19. 19. Um, it started off, the boat was shaking a little bit due to the waves. You were pretty sure you were about to just lose an eye. But the water calmed down. You get her across one of the fords pretty well. It only cost you about, like, half an hour. So the other the other three crossings that you're going to make during this day super well. You end up with only your cheek getting a little bleedy. Hmm. What? Oh. Cat paws. <laughs> um, Sam, would you like to tell us how that was from your side? Shaking terrified the entire time, clinging on to Marge, trying to save my life, even though I don't really know I'm gonna die. <laughs> Just anxiety the entire time. And why am I like this? <laughs> Pretty much. I have never related to you more in my life than when you just described that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holly Leaf, on the other hand, is going, 
Yes. And splashing around in the water. As, as you're like, like deathly scared, she's just like floating on her back on the water, like she's in a pool. Just... <laughs> That's my child. By. <laughs> and who's carrying the most supplies? I got the I got the boat. I probably could be there. Actually, not probably likely. Wait, why? I, I just have a few plants and some paper sheets, so. So, Aaron and Chris, would you each roll me drinks? you get past the series of rivers, um, you see the little area in between this and the forest that kind of looks like the ocean, or like an ocean thing. Basically, once you get about four kilometers away from the, uh, the edge of the last river, life starts to recede, and in its place, is a dazzling, bright, winding sea of glass. Like, on all sides? Um, yeah, like on all sides. Basically, there is like a semicircle behind you, and, you know, it's like, it's like the further you get away from that water, the further life recedes. There's less green, less anything, really. Okay. It's essentially dead. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. Well, it's like the Sahara. Mm. Instead, instead of sand, it's a lot of glass. It's brightly colored. It's uh, a pale green color. Is anyone here at all attuned to magic? Um, I don't think I am. I don't no, believe so. Not me. Okay, then none of you really notice anything special other than the color and the fact that, holy fuck, it's bright constantly. <laughs> like, everywhere you look, it's blinding. It's all just, like, one continuous, like, smooth piece, 
seemingly. It's like it's like somebody was shining a flashlight directly at a bunch of glitter. The episode is SpongeBob when Squidward's in the future and everything is chrome. <laughs> yes, yes. <definitely. laughs> okay, yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was picturing before. Is it's more glittery? Okay. Would the leaders of the group roll me a survival or a wisdom? It'd be a twelve. Did you say a twelve? Yes. Cat, as a kind of nature guy, <laughs> would you like to roll a survival or wisdom? Yeah, I can. Um, I'm going to do a... Oh god, if I don't drop the die. Okay, and I'm going to do a wisdom roll, and 17. You have... Oh my god, I just realized that I get plus three on fucking survivals, and I get a fucking wisdom. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, you live in life. You've been in this kind of situation before. You've been across this continent. You've seen the last deserts. In fact... In some of your travels, you've actually seen what they do to map. They cause wildness. You know the safest way to travel through here is to use the dunes that form. And basically hide out in one or two of them until it gets united. Shielding yourself from the blinding rays and traveling by night. Okay, I think that we should... Can I, can I see, uh, I'm talking to uh, Ash. I turned to Ash and like, can I see that map one more time? Where are we headed? I pull the map out in front of both of us. And I point, this is the approximate region of where we're going, pointing at that mountain. Okay, uh, I think we should go this way. Should definitely keep our eyes out. So you, you said this way, but are we, are we heading south? Yeah, uh, we're going be heading southwest. Okay. Um, after you. After you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are going to be traveling during the day? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not too sure. See, from what Eli said, I might reconsider that. Okay. But my character does not know that. So I guess if you wants us, wants us to go during the day, and that's what they think Just is best... Just need to, I'm just keeping my eyes out. I'm wary of the situation. I thought, okay, out of character. I thought Eli said that it was best to move at night. Yes. Because it's so hot. Right. Outside. Yeah, but I'm also not very good at my job. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> got it. I'm infernal, so I'm used to the Okay, okay, awesome. Great. I, I did ask you why you brought me along. I, I thought I believed in you for a second, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> you will have their uses. You will, you will, you will, it'll be something. I went through so many different fucking like, accents in that one time. <laughs> so, you start traveling and you hear... Well, you get about ten minutes. Ten minutes into your journey through the desert. The blue dot has effectively not moved from the roads. Fantastic. Is there literally a blue dot on our map that tracks where we are? 
Would we be rolling? Um, an investigation. Or See how this goes. Well, it depends who who it would be for eligibility. I will roll investigation. Alright. Oh fuck. That'd be an eight. Mm, I got an eight too. <laughs> hey. I got an eight after mods. God damn. <laughs> So everyone on to the blisteringly hot sand <laughs> because they saw you doing this and the ground is shaking, so you know, you all wanted to try. <laughs> <laughs> everyone takes three points of damage. Wait, wait, God I'm a unit. Damn it. Well, why? Does that why count do... for me? Okay. You are infernal. You are used to the heat. You don't take it. Yes. The shaking is getting steadily more shaky. Uh, the rumbling, however, is, it seems to have maxed out at a, at a sort of like cat growling level. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, I thought you were, at first I thought you were going to go off of like a Richter scaled number for some reason, and then I'm like, oh, you know, this is the ending. I mean, so I was expecting something more than a cat right? Like, it's a cat that's real happy to be playing with a toy and is also real pissed that the toy is not yet dead. So, so it's really loud because I don't own a cat. Um, real quiet. Oh. But you don't have to own audible. a cat, you just just resonate. Okay. Just let it be. With... So not super loud, but definitely on. Expecting it to be like really loud, that's why I was I was so confused. Um, <laughs> So everyone is just going to sit there with their faces on the sand as they feel the ground vibrating. Is there like nothing happening that we can see? It's just, it's just rumbling. And is no. this a continuous three points of damage? Or is this just like, we just got the no, one? This was, <laughs> not, this was not the one time. Smart character, but I'm that dumb. It burns about as much as like half a ghost pepper. So it's a capsaicin burn, not a temperature burn. Yes. Uh, this, the, the ground is very spicy. It feels spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've already established that this world has chicken milk, chalk oh, milk, yeah. chalky milk, chalky milk. <laughs> <laughs> and spicy ground. <laughs> I love this world. Would anyone like to roll initiative? Got 11. I got 16. 14. I got a nine. Give me one second to roll the surprise round that the worms are going to get attacking you. I knew it. Lovely. I knew it was worms. So, Chris, what is your armor class? Fourteen. Perfect. Um, one of, out of seemingly nowhere, because this rumbling, this shape is occurring all around you, um, 
that are seemingly nowhere directly underneath you. This worm goes to bite your crotch, but you're able to swat it away. No touchy. And you, what is your armor class? Twelve. So you're caught off. Uh, you're caught off when you get attacked because you've just seen the Murphy swat this thing away from his jump, just briefly avoiding devastation. He's not very good. <laughs> the worm, uh, a different worm, bites your ankle and inflicts four damage. Okay. Ankle so fires. I have just taken fucking seven points of damage already. Two, two more worms try to attack. Uh, both of them went after Marge. What is your armor class? Fourteen. Neither of them. They both just go flying over each of your shoulders. Chris, you get to go first. So then, how big would you say this worm is? Starting at your knee, it's like just short, like three to four inches short of your groin. Your legs straight out in front of you. You put one hand at your knee, and then one hand like four to five inches away from your groin. That's about how long they are. They're not super big. Uh-huh. That's a weird unit of measurement. It's a weird unit. The measurement, but it's it always like a house cat size worm. You know, most people's legs are gonna be slightly different sizes, just like all these worms. Oh, I'll take out my staff then, since these are so small. Try to swing at it then, if see if this is not fourteen. That hits. Um, roll for damage. Nine. You smack it with your staff, and. It explodes in a juicy mess. <laughs> it just... What color is squish. the blood? Is it red, green, blue? There's still black. Dark brown, maybe. Um, smells absolutely terrible. Even worse than the old garbage water you were dealing with. Try to sniff my arm to see if I can get any more lemon scents to cancel out the shit smell. <laughs> Um, roll 2d10 to see how much lemoniness you gained. And a 9. A what? And a 9? 8. 8 and a 9. 17. You are 35% more lemony smelling than when you were when you woke up this morning. <laughs> it's the stress, and so the more I, the more I sweat, the stronger the smell gets. <laughs> It's actually the lemon scent that's driving them towards you. God damn it. <laughs> Do I realize this? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, oh no. <laughs> that would make sense. It's not something you would smell in a desert. Sam, hmm? it is your turn. I'm going to strike at them with my claws, which is... A 1d4 plus 2 slashing damage if I successfully hit. That'd be a 16. You hit roll for damage. <laughs> That'd be a 3 damage. This one is bleeding. It's not quite dead, but it's it's not moving around as if it's trying to fight you. Okay. It's kind of laying there, and the sound it's making isn't quite like crying, 
And it's not quite gargling either. It's like both at the same time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm imagining graboids but smaller. Beautiful. <laughs> Marge, it is your turn. Um, I'm going to attack the closest one to me with my crossbow. See what happens. Alright, you are in close range, so you'll have disadvantage with that crossbow. Okay, let's see how that goes. I got a three. You super miss. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. you did not hit your own foot or anyone else. Thank God. And you. So, um, I got, can I try uh, using my sheep? Your sheep? <laughs> yeah, because apparently I don't have a weapon right now. Okay. We can say your weapon was one of, the, one of the supplies that drifted away in the river. <laughs> okay, that works right. too. So, these are going to be improvised weapons. You can throw up to three per action. Okay. Do I choose which objects or do I just roll? Uh, so first choose how many you're going to throw um how many smaller objects are there small but like heavy oh i thought you were throwing your sheet oh throwing my sheet okay i thought you meant like miscellaneous cool throwing my sheet um i will i have two of my worst sheets so i'll try throwing one of my worst sheets go ahead and roll to hit okay and roll a d20 yes I got a 22. Are, are you proficient with improvised weapons? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Nope. I was looking at the wrong thing. I am so sorry. Nine. You do not hit it. Or, actually, you throw your worst sheet at it. And it does not ignite on contact. You just kind of throw it and it bonks it on the head. Oh, the word physically appears in the ear, like, uh, like an episode of Courage of Cowardly Dog. <laughs> With that, I am just going to consolidate the remaining worms' turn into one. Aaron, you are going to take two damage as it just barely manages to latch onto your shoulder, get a little nibble on there. Uh, it's not a like huge chunk of flesh, but you are Sam, you are just able to swap the one that was going towards you. So Chris, it's back to you. How many how many are there left? There is the one gargling slash crying and two fully alive. Go by one to stomp try to stomp on the one that is already damaged. Right? You kill it. The crying is starting to irritate me. <laughs> um, who, uh, so, who's going next? Sam, you get advantage this turn, because you don't have to deal with that. Oh, I roll with that 20. Nice. Now, what uh, is... What do I, what do I roll for damage for that? I forget. Oh, it's, it's super dead. Okay. You could've, you could've rolled a 3 to hit, and, you know, it's just sitting there. It was oh. gonna die. Okay, so I just fucking... Curve stops the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a very. It's like a cherry tomato when you bite into it. I'm not biting into it though. I know, but you know what? I, I, know, I know. Yeah, I know what the experience It bursts so. just <laughs> like a cherry tomato. Oh. But don't worry. 
I'm going to claw at another one of the worms. <laughs> That'd be not fucking one. Why? Oh, oh. Bastard. And fall on your face. The ground is so spicy. You got, a, you got the spicy magic dirt directly in your mouth when you're falling. We don't know it's magic. But awesome. Yeah, I mean, your characters don't know it's magic, but it's spicy <laughs> magic dirt. It's very shiny. Thankfully, none of your teeth are broken. <laughs> is it not sand? Uh, not even a chip. It's great. Okay. Uh, and you take two burning damage from capsaicin. Well, 
Hmm. I guess I'll try and do it another claw attack. Okay. If there's only one worm left? Yes. Okay. Oh shit, it landed. Uh. <laughs> Not 20. Okay, this one, uh, well, go ahead and roll damage. So I miscalculated last time. It's a 1d4 plus four. So that'd be six oh. damage. Uh, for this one? Yes. Okay. You are able to gracefully rip its innards out of it and make them outwards. Nice, nice, nice. With that, the, the rumbling that you heard stop, but the shaking of the ground is growing more and more intense. And we're going to leave it right there. Thanks for listening to Once Upon a Dragon. You can find us on Twitter at Once Upon a Dragon Pod and on Instagram at Once Upon a Dragon. Enjoy!